I'd like to welcome everyone to the Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here with the author of, uh, author of 16 books and the subject of a documentary and the subject of a long radio series prior to becoming our own host for podcast purposes and radio purposes. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg is our host each and every week. Doc, how are you? Thank you very much. I hope you are too. Yeah, no, I'm doing well. And, uh, you know, I, I always uh, I always think this when you ask me that. You're doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, how's the country doing? How's, the, how's our democracy doing is, uh, is what I want to know. How's our freedom of, uh, of speech and all of that going? Well, right now we have problems with our freedom of speech, at least on one side of our political spectrum. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah, you were talking a little bit off mic. And uh, pretty disturbing when people start defining um, books on, like on anatomy or, or, you know, on sexuality, even approved uh, um, medical books or, or educational books. And if they start describing them as uh, pornography, uh, we start getting into scary territory. Yes, absolutely. And that's what's happened. So uh, I'm going to give a little background first and then get into the topic of what's happening in Texas in particular, but uh, which threatens to happen all the way across the country as far as the right wing of the Republican Party is concerned, uh, which is my topic recently more and more. Uh, so uh, I'll just jump into it if I may, Frank. Yeah, please do. Well, first of all, the Republicans' CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference, uh, met in Budapest, Hungary in May to listen to Viktor Orban. And they have taken Viktor Orban, who is Hungary's dictator at the moment. He's the prime minister, but he actually is calling all the shots over there. Um uh, he has uh, instituted a regime which is very reminiscent uh, to certain fascist policies uh, in the 1930s and 40s in Europe. Uh, and the and CPAC not only met in May uh, in Budapest to listen to him, but they also invited him to be the keynote speaker uh, in Dallas last wow. August. Oh, wow. Yes. And a few weeks ago, uh, actually it was just week before last, I believe, I criticized Ron DeSantis for aping Orban's policies. Um, and I concentrated on him because he was, and perhaps still is, the only prominent rival for Trump for president um, uh, of the United States, that is, uh, in uh, the run-up to the 2024 election. Um, so, Isantis' Orbanish actions include banning school teaching, especially in the lower grades, but at any level, uh, of critical race theory, uh, which means uh, the history of, uh, of what we have done to uh, the Indians, the natives of this nation, of this region, this hemisphere, in fact, 
and what um, we have done to the black people that we imported as slaves. Uh, we must not talk about that, certainly not in Florida. Mm. And the other thing we must never, never talk about is sex education, because uh, in Florida it is construed as pornography. It, uh, sex education is an excuse to slip in pornography and, of course, grooming little children uh, to become homosexuals. <laughs> we must not talk about LG, uh, what is it, LGBTQ uh, yeah. matters uh, at all. Um, uh, and so it seems to me, anyway, that DeSantis has infringed upon First Amendment rights. And not only that, in taking over the free school of Florida and and firing tenured professors and the board of trustees and replacing all with his own cronies, whether they had advanced degrees or not, uh, is an infringement on uh, freedom uh, of teachers to teach freedom of education. Uh, and this is, of course, what universities in the United States had taken for granted to be one of their freedoms, to be able to expose to students ideas of all kinds in order to enable students to know what's out there to begin with uh, and to know how to uh, protect themselves against false ideas and uh, crazy theories and so on, which seems to be a very great problem in this country right now. People seem not to be able to distinguish between uh, crazy theory and the truth. Right. But, but in attacking DeSantis for what he has done, which is right down or uh, Victor Orban's uh, list of things to do, I was forgetting, actually, I was ignoring the beam in my own eye, in other words, in Texas's eye, while denouncing the moat in DeSantis's Florida eye. Uh, that's a strange comparison, but that's exactly what I was doing. Because right here in Texas, yesterday's San Antonio Express News had a leading article on the front page uh, which of which the title is Books, Foes, Target Librarians Too. Oh my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, We're laughing, but that's, that's ridiculous. Well, it, it turns out not to be so funny after right. all. Right. <laughs> um, the librarian the public library, whose name is Brigatti, uh, who has been the librarian there for a decade, uh, had prepared herself uh, for the real-world challenges of modern, uh, modern Texas as a librarian, but there was no course that uh, prepared her for on-the-job threats, death threats, threats to her family, and there was no class uh, instruction on how to behave during police questioning. 
she has been under police questioning in Kerrville, which is a very sweet and lovely town, uh, exactly 60 or all, nearly, I'd say, around 60 miles due west of San Antonio on, uh, on the Interstate I-10. Huh. So uh, what has happened there? Uh, Danielle Brigati brushed off the death threats as bluster, she says. Uh, but the city's detective returned for three interviews. And she probably would have gotten more frightened about that, about the threat of going to jail, uh, because she was being interviewed under accusation of having pornography in her library. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. my God. Wow. And our governor, uh, Greg Abbott, has directed the state legislature to uh, to pass laws against pornography in libraries and school, particularly in school libraries, and most especially in libraries for K-12 kids, that is especially the ones under 18, but especially the little ones. They must not uh, come in contact with pornography. And then the problem becomes how to define pornography. And uh, Greg Abbott has already seen to it that a law is already on the books against critical race theory, which, of course, means anything about the history of what happened to our Indians and what happened to our blacks here in this country. Uh, so anything to do with our actual history is not to be taught under uh, a legal structure now in Texas, and that has always been enacted. And now, uh, Greg Abbott, pornography, which will mean in, in practice no sex education in schools. Mm -hmm. So the kids who probably don't get any news from their parents about uh, human sexuality will, will no longer get any news, uh, and that would be from the scientific point of view, strictly, as, as it always has been. Uh, they won't get any news about sex education either. So the, t the teachers will not be able to talk about history or about human anatomy, period. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the practical upshot of this kind of law. Now, Texas is already a national leader in school book challenges and bans, and Hearst newspapers have uh, said that um, it was last summer. Uh, they said that they counted more than 2,000 uh, content reviews of challenged school library books, and uh, the state uh, does not allow certain books in their prisons, uh, too, the prisoners. Prisoners' Library, 9,000 titles. Wow. So uh, Texas is a very uh, uh, strict when it comes to the books that our criminals are exposed to, uh, less so with 2,000 books <laughs> yeah. uh, being condemned for school libraries. Well, we don't want to corrupt those criminal minds with pornography. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
you know, somehow if if we don't let them read about sexuality, um, and this is all against <laughs> pornography, of course. Uh, if we don't let them read about sexuality, then they won't be naughty anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so local police have been called out uh, uh, to uh, Texas public libraries to scan books for illegal content. Uh, in uh, quite a few uh, schools in, around Texas. Um, and, um, okay, then uh, Governor Abbott has ordered the Texas Education Agency, so the TEA, has been ordered to investigate any criminal activity in our public schools, if you can imagine criminal activity in our public schools. Uh, and uh, when it comes to the availability of pornography, yeah. I guess yeah. they're not concerned about all those shootings in the schools. They're they're more concerned. There about you this. go. There you go. We don't mention the word guns. Uh, Greg Abbott, of course, never has. He only talks about uh, men mental problems. Oh man! If we got to get rid of mental problems here in Texas, we would have no more. Um, what should we call it? Unfortunate incidents when people die. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> we couldn't call it shootings because that would imply guns, and right. we can't do that. Uh, incidental, but, uh, in, incidental deaths. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mass death <laughs> in the schools. Yeah. Um, so the records show that the TEA uh, has opened. Uh, uh, 20, 20 investigations into school districts suspected of violating laws that prohibit the distribution of obscene content to minors. So um, the legislature, which only meets every other year, is meeting this year, and it has uh, proposed a dozen bills that would change the state law Now, the state law protects uh, potentially obscene materials distributed, and I'm quoting now, by a person having scientific, educational, governmental, or other similar justification, unquote. And, of course, what's happening is that the state uh, senators, there are three state who have... Against pornography in uh, in for a little so, um, so this is what's going on, and I'll give some uh, examples of what's happening around today. Amazing, just amazing.
met with uh, with the deputy to uh, to complain about obscenity. Um, and they gave uh, the deputy a list of books, and they accompanied it by a binder of ex- excerpts from the books that they found objectionable. Well, the constable. Uh, has continued the examination of uh, the Hood County uh, School books uh, and uh, the article that I'm uh, scanning here for for the information uh, has reported that there was no uh, no uh, response to interview requests. So in other words, the deputy is still uh, carrying on an ongoing persecution of the school librarians there. And then, let me see, in Huntsville, uh, police inve- uh, initiated an investigation into whether any books violated state law after several residents charged that the library contained obscene volumes. Uh, and uh, so there, let's see what was the upshot of that one. Um, only one book. They found only one book that had obscene material. And so uh, the Huntsville investigation uh, ended when officials voted to turn the public library, and this is public library as well as school, but they turned the uh, matter of the public library over to a private management company. Um, And this was after an LGBTQ um, display uh, caused complaint. And so, and once again, there was no response to interview requests on the part of the newspaper. Then in Kerrville, and of course this is where, uh, where uh, Daniel Brigatti has been threatened with de- death threats and, uh, and with imprisonment, um, in three interviews, and I'm sure it's not over yet, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Brandon Airy said he was outraged by the band book display's proximity to the children's book section. And, of course, Danielle said that it was set up where all displays are located, which is straight back from the entrance, <laughs> just behind the Texas seal, she says, and the center of the library's floor. <laughs> So, uh, Airy has pressed the matter, and he has challenged vulgar, in quotes, books uh, at the school library and has filed a police complaint after trying to get the city council to investigate to see if any laws have been broken. So, as a result of the Kerrville ex- uh, examination or inquest, <laughs> um, uh, no criminal charges have been filed. So at least we know that much. Wow. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. And then in the, in September, um, that's 2021, uh, police in Leander, uh, Texas, said that they were investigating the high school library after two parents. It only takes one or two people t- to precipitate a uh, um, an an inquest <laughs> into uh, into criminal activity and pornography in the schools. 
Um, so that has uh, is ongoing. And in Casey, which is another town, um, the district police officer checked uh, checked a book out of the library to review it when one parent complained about uh, in the uh, adult graphic novel. So that means a novel with illustrations. And the title of that novel is Flamer in uh, the high school there. Hmm. And so uh, this is all ongoing. Hmm. And, okay, so the activity in, uh, in, the, uh, in the legislature then, we've got three Republican senators who have, uh, have uh, sponsored a bill to remove the legal exception for offensive materials given to minors that had scientific or educational value. So in other words, all sex education, uh, according to this bill, would be removed. And in the House, there are eight, and there are different bills, several different bills along the same lines. So we, we have a big push of 11 people in the legislature uh, and one of them, one of the representatives says, and I'm quoting here, uh, that his bill would stop schools from making this trash available to our kids by removing the loophole that allows schools to claim porn is educational to avoid prosecution, unquote. Mm. So in other words, there's no sex education possible because... People like Steve Toth believe that anything at all that re- mentions sex uh, is pornography. Wow. Now, the problem is that the kids can access pornography, real pornography, pornography meant for adults, and that is incre- incredible, pur- incredibly prurient and filth on the Internet anytime they want to. Anytime they are beyond their their parents' supervision, they can tune in on that. <laughs> and there's no way to stop that because there's no <laughs> there is no national or uh, state law against internet, and the state can't stop uh, internet broadcasts that come from elsewhere anyhow. So if the kids want to watch pornography of the absolute worst and most degraded uh, kind. They are free to do so if uh, they're not under under parent supervision. Wow, what a backwards world we're living in. They, yeah, I mean, it's uh, look. They they would love to regulate the uh, internet. They just they just nobody would will hear of it though, right? I mean, uh, they would so love far. to. Yeah. So far, right? So far, that's uh, a key phrase. And of course, uh, all of this. Uh, is a matter of the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, anyway. And all of this legislation has to pass uh, an examination from the point of view of freedom of speech. Uh, But I suspect that it will get by, uh, as uh, the uh, critical race theory law, (laughs) it's illegal to teach critical race theory in Texas, uh, and that passed despite freedom of speech. Uh, so we are uh, we're urbanizing uh, Texas as fast as we can. <laughs> yeah. So wow. um, 
so anyway, the the real problem is this. Um, now, the, the Hearst newspapers early this year re- uh, uh, requested um, to uh, that the TEA, the, the uh, Texas Educational Association, uh, release at least some of its records. Um, but uh, it released very little and said that it would not release, um, actually release none. It said it would not release any of them until June, June the 28th. Huh. And June the 28th, here in Texas is a month after the state legislature is scheduled to close out its session, and it's 10 days after Abbott's deadlines to sign or veto any new laws. So whatever the TEA finds uh, is going to be irrelevant anyway, uh, because those laws will have been passed and signed by Abbott, and there's no question but that he will sign them. Yeah. Wow. Because he's the one that instigated them in the first place. I'm so glad I don't live in Texas. No offense. But <laughs> Yes. I, yes, exactly. Well, I'm so glad I'm not a school or public librarian. Oh, they'd lock uh, you up. They would have locked you up a long time ago if they could have. Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I was a librarian for seven years before I uh, got my doctorate in uh, in. Uh, French and Spanish language and history and literature. Uh, so, uh, do you realize one day uh, young children will ask, "What's a librarian?" If they're not asking yeah. already, <laughs> right? A jailbird. Yeah. <laughs> answer. Yeah. A criminal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A potential criminal, anyway. Right. <laughs> Wow! Oh, by the by, the way, in my own county, <laughs> Bayer County, um, a parent at Northside School District Henderson Elementary School complained back uh, in January of a sexually suggestive song that their student was subjected to during music class. Oh no! What was the song? Yeah. Uh, that was not revealed. This oh. is out of this article. Uh, uh, they didn't say what the song was. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, "I want to hold my, uh, I want to hold your hand," or, or something. <laughs> Let me call you sweetheart, or something. <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah. Well, of course, this is sexually suggestive to a parent right. <laughs> who is a grown-up and who has had lots of sexual experience. Let yeah. us think. Uh, and the kid, the little the little child, has no inkling of right. what is sexually suggestive material. Well, now they do. Once once it's banned, then they're going to be all interested in the song, right? Once they yes, uh, once exactly. there's complaints. There you go. <laughs> yes, once it becomes an issue and uh, they hear about it on the radio and TV, um, then of course they'll know. Oh my, I just learned a, a sexually suggestive song. Whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, we don't have any conclusion yet. <laughs> the conclusion will have, will be waiting for the state legislature to close. And the state legislature has done, for instance, done nothing to upgrade our electrical grid here in Texas, which is independent of the national grid, because, of course, we are the Lone Star State, and we are independent of the rest of the blasted country. Uh, So so, uh, something like 800 people froze to death uh, 
winter before last uh, because the grid failed during a cold spell. Uh, it did not fail this past time, but then the cold spell only lasted two days instead of a full week. Uh, uh, so anyway, the legislature has not tended to things that might affect people's lives here, uh, nor has uh, has anything been done to raise the uh, minimal wage or uh, the minimum wage or uh, a lot of other uh, major problems in this state of infrastructure and so forth, uh, electricity being one. Uh, actually, we have pretty good roads in Texas, although uh, although we certainly need some help with potholes here right now in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, the legislature is not paying attention to the real needs of the people here, it seems to me. It is too involved with these uh, these superficial social uh, uh, issues, uh, which is, seems to be the Republican Party in general, that it is uh, much more uh, interested in a war uh, on the uh, level of social mores than it is uh, to actually help the country. Mm. And that is what I have to say about pornography and the persecution of librarians. Oh, one of the things about librarians, one of the librarians pointed out that those who are pre presently being persecuted in the schools and public libraries have inherited the collection from previous librarians. So are they to be persecuted and prosecuted uh, because of that, uh, despite that, I should say, uh, the fact that they're not responsible uh, for the purchase uh, or even the presence of books um, that might be considered objectionable uh, to some people and to other people who could be considered quite normal and uh, uh, information that is perfectly legitimate. You know, every time I think to myself, boy, we're, we're going in a good direction, the, the country, I hear something like what you just talked about, and I say, what was I thinking, that we were going in a good direction? <laughs> and, it, you know, I mean, it, I, I've, I've coached Little League for 28 years, even before I had children. I volunteered with my brother to coach Little League. Now, in the beginning, now we haven't coached in, in years, but in the beginning, uh, we would have to deal with bullying. We would have to deal with uh, uh, people being made fun of, even if they had a, uh, a, dis a disability. We'd have to, you know, uh, explain to kids and their parents. We'd have, you know, rowdy, crazy parents, uh, you know, screaming at their kids and uh, win at all costs type. And we would just look, everybody have fun. Everybody get together. You know, you get yelled at at school. You get yelled at at home. You're not going to get yelled at here. Uh, as it went on, uh, you know, towards the end of my tenure as a little league coach or a soccer coach or a bath, I coached everything for the for the kids. You know, the four kids we have, and uh, it, you know, it was getting better, and you didn't have mm -hmm. to worry about the bullying. It, you know, they they treated kids with um, with disabilities with uh, that had uh, uh, physical ailments. Uh, mm -hmm. with with very, very caringly and lovingly. And I remember saying to my wife, boy, kids have changed. What a nice, 
nice group of kids that uh, that is growing up and people understood and even if there was a, a kid that was uh, effeminate let's say um it, you didn't you didn't see the making fun of you didn't see the sissy talk or the uh or, or the homophobic slurs or things like that it, it just wasn't there now by the way i'm sure when it, you get higher in the grades uh you, you know you start hearing and seeing and and you have the hazing and the initiations and all that nonsense um, you, you you still have that. I mean, there's no question that uh, that you have it. But to me, in those 28 years of of coaching, things got tremendously better, and and you know for you know it changed dramatically for for the for the good of uh, of the child of society and everything. I thought. Then I thought, you know, open mindedness. You know, people are going to be open minded, and and we're going to give everybody their opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to make their own decisions, whether it's uh, uh, sexual preference, whether it's, um, you know, what they, what, how they want to, uh, you know, choose to uh, think about religion and everything else. And then I, I look at Texas and I look at other states and, <laughs> and, and then I, you know, book banning and, uh, you know, what's next book burning. I mean, it's, uh, um, yeah, yeah, right. You know, I mean, this is, you know, and, and I, I can't stand when people immediately knee-jerk reaction go to, you know, to the, the N-word, the Nazi, you know, uh, and they start saying this. But this is what the Nazis did. I mean, let's face it. This is what this is how it starts. This is how it all. Yes, it is. It all goes. And, and again, I'm you know, I'm not overreacting. I'm not uh, I, I'm, I, I'm trying desperately not to overstate something and and it's not nazism yet but this is where it starts this is yes. this is how it starts well indeed i mean that that you're holding my poor i mean the poor librarians are some of the most uh, <laughs> equitable and innocuous people you can imagine oh my god uh, and here they are getting death threats i mean and and not only of course death threats as uh, danielle uh, Brigatti of Kerrville uh, Public Library said uh, that she brushed off the death threat as bullying. But when it came to being interviewed repeatedly by the police, she began to take it seriously. Wow. Wow. I mean, just wow. And, uh, you, you know, when you think of a, a librarian, even from the uh, from the uh, the the olden days, you know, the 30s, the 40s, uh, the librarian was the the safest woman. Always a woman back then. It wasn't a man, but of course we have male and female uh, librarians over the years. But uh, it, you know, the stereotype of uh, yeah. of a librarian is the safest, uh, you know, quietest, meekest mouse of a person, you know, and uh, and that you could ever imagine in society. You know, now I'm not. Yeah. saying that's mm -hmm. that's, that's the right. truth or should it be i mean you were a librarian but uh, uh my uncle my I, I spoke to you about my uncle uh my 85 year old uncle he was a you know intellectual very quiet very shy introverted man he was a librarian that's what he he got a uh, you know, degree from uh, from columbia and and uh library science you know yeah. i mean yeah. I, I don't even know if they still give the, the same degree maybe they do but uh, but you're talking about the the you know usually the most gentle human beings that you could possibly imagine and i'm going to try not to stereotype because we don't know i mean but you never hear of the librarians uh running amok 
You know, you never hear about a librarian just start, you know, pulling out a gun and just start slaughtering the people for not getting out on time. We we just yeah, have right. we haven't heard it. If if we if it happened, they would exploit it. It would be a big news story. Librarian goes yeah, crazy. It would be sensationalism. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that librarians, for the most part, are pretty good people. You know, they're pretty <laughs> kind people. They, you know, quiet and I don't know. Kind is the right word, but you can't stereotype. But um, you, you know, I the most innocuous, um, uh, understated. Uh, you know, possibly I, I don't know any outspoken. I don't know of a, of a famous librarian at this point. Uh, do we? You know, do we decimal system? I mean, yes, uh, right. Right. You know, <laughs> You have to go back a hundred years, uh, you know, uh, eighty years to to come up with a famous librarian, and we're going right. to target them as pornographers. I mean, it, this is bizarro world. I mean, this is a th this is a a travesty that anything like this could possibly happen. And uh, my God, you t you talk about bullying from the top, government bullying. This is government bullying, and that and they're picking on the uh, the the least likely to to cause a stir the poor librarians of this world and my apologies to any librarian out there who who may be a little um you know more flamboyant or outgoing i just haven't met you yet so uh, yeah. i mean please right. forgive me i can just see the headline yeah <laughs> yeah librarian throws a molotov cocktail <laughs> to begin the riot <laughs> Breaking chairs. I, I I've never seen a uh, like a librarian break a chair over Geraldo's head or Jerry Springer. You don't see the you don't see the wild librarians on. I don't watch Jerry Springer, so maybe they maybe they do. Maybe there's a show. I have just never I have never seen a librarian run amok. But uh, <laughs> no, it's not even imaginable. And yet there they are. They're sitting in front of the police interrogator right now. Wow. Texas. What are we doing? What is wrong? What is wrong with this picture? You know what is what is going what is going on? Uh, just uh, amazing, amazing to me. Uh, Doc, do you have a, a final thought on this? I mean, this is uh, this is an unbelievable subject. A great editorial, uh, well, or at least a subject. Great subject for an editorial and certainly for a show. Uh, final thoughts on on all of this. Where do we go from here? Well, we have to be aware that our very First Amendment to the Constitution was about free speech, and we need to protect free speech. Uh, the problem, of course, is how to define free speech. And apparently, uh, the Republican Party has followed Viktor Orban in the way this is being interpreted. No history that would be damaging to the party's ideas present anyway ideals no uh, and, and no discussion of sexuality uh, because that would be damaging uh, also uh, and it seems to me that the uh, that it's a slippery slope uh, you either have a an open discussion of ideas of from coming in from all sides among people to teach them how to think, how to reason, and how to defend themselves from insanity. Or you have a dictatorship which tells you what you can think and what you can talk about. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Wow. Well, 
Doc, thank you very much. Uh, always a pleasure, always eye-opening. And I just have, I've never, ever, I worry about a lot of things. You know, I, I, I concern myself with a lot of things. Uh, but I, I'm much more concerned about uh, interrogations or the interrogators of librarians than the librarians that are being interrogated. Uh, that's right. my bigger concern. So anyway, uh, great job, as always. And to all of you, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we know you have a lot of options. And thank you very much for stopping in and, and hearing us. And please binge listen to any uh, past subjects that... Uh, that you could find that you haven't heard yet. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Florence Weinberg Show. <laughs>